Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, yes, this is 2020, and yes, this is a tumultuous year. However, God is going to demonstrate signs, wonders, and miracles this year. And you will should expect something at the end of this month. Make sure everyone does Psalm 91. If you can, take Holy Communion daily. If that's if you have the availability to do that, and plead the blood of Jesus over yourself and all that you love and God and all that God has given you stewardship over. I have been asked by the Lord to start another series on the 10 versions. Basically, the series is going to be on the five wise versions. And I really wanted to start this broadcast today. However, the Holy Spirit gave me some more powerful um, directives on how to divorce Proof your marriage. So I'm going to um, share that and maybe touch on something on the five wise virgins. I don't know how the Holy Spirit is going to flow through me. However, I want to be obedient and share the, the insights that the Lord has given me about divorce proof in your marriage. So let's go ahead and do a quick micro spiral. We understand that marriages have an enemy and that enemy is Satan. He targets primarily sex and money and he hates marriage with a passion because a marriage actually is the image of God. As a matter of fact, if you look closely in the word of God, the blessings are not pronounced over male Adam until female Adam and he are one. That's when the blessings are pronounced over them for them to be fruitful, for them to multiply, for them to replenish the earth and subdue it. So the blessings were pronounced over Adam and male Adam and female Adam, who female Adam later was named Eve after the fall. So this is very critical. And when God pronounced the marriage and he wanted them to become one, it was clear that the first step is to couple in the spirit, spiritually first, then couple in the soul realm, and then couple in the physical realm. And obviously, if you do this properly, you will have what we call supernatural sex. The other thing that um, we've been talking about is your words. Your words are spirit. The word of God is spirit, and it is full of power and authority. However, if you're not under the authority 
of God the Father, if you're not under the authority of Christ Jesus, if you're not under the authority of the Lord God Holy Spirit, then your words, you know, you can speak it, but you don't have the authority and power to use it. This is why you could be with one person who says the exact same words. Both of them are Christians, but one, one, one of the Christians is operating in the anointing and the power and the authority of God because they submit themselves under the word of God. Um, Jesus talks about the Roman centurion who had his, his slave who was very, very ill and he had been observing and watching Jesus. And so he knew that Jesus had the power and the authority to heal his slave. And so the Roman centurion went to Jesus and Jesus said that I will come to your home. And he said, no. He said, you don't need to come to my home. He said, I am under authority. I am a man under authority. So I understand how authority works. And when he says, when I send one soldier out, they go. When I tell a soldier to come in, they come in. He knew the power of the word. He knew that because Jesus was under the authority of the father, under the authority of the father, father, he, the word of God, was able to operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he said, all you have to do is send the word and my servant is healed. So you must be careful with your words. And when you pray over your your household, when you pray over your family, you have to understand that. And so we went into a lot of detail about the word and how the words actually set the atmosphere of your home where your marriage could either thrive or not. And so it's very critical that you would be a mature Christian and that you do not respond in the emotional realm because Satan has access to the emotional realm. You have to be really careful with the emotional realm. So you never have a heated discussion. You don't speak from the emotional realm over your spouse because those words can have devastating consequences in your marriage. So you have to be a person under authority and you have to be in order to use the authority of God. Now, the way God set up marriage, Adam and Eve are equals. Yes, they are equals. They were co-heirs, worked together, were blessed as one. Now, their roles were different. They had different roles and responsibilities. But they, and consider, as far as God's concerned, Adam, the Adams are equal, right? But their roles are different. So, we have to understand that. So, as the Lord started as I started saying, well, Lord, I know you want me to start talking about the five wise virgins because we're coming to a very important juncture and you must have your oil uh, lamps filled and you need to have extra oil with you because it is going to be very interesting for those, for those who are called by Christ Jesus 
to be able to witness and do the things of God during these last few months before the end of 2020. But I want to share the um, the nuggets, the wisdom, the words of wisdom that the Lord has given me in regards to divorce proofing your marriage. And I um, I listen to um, Jimmy Evans um, Marriage Today. I've been listening to them for a long time. I I wish I had known about them. Um, but I didn't discover them until after I was divorced and I was like, oh my gosh, just these, this couple is so full of wisdom. The, the story about Jimmy and Jimmy Evans and his beautiful wife is that they were on the verge of divorce and basically, um, God, the Holy Spirit had mercy on them and, um, Jimmy Evans, um, Pastor Jimmy Evans repented and, let the Holy Spirit um, teach, taught to teach him how to be a godly husband and to respond properly to his wife. And um, so it was a whole turnaround. And of course, they were out of love. And so when you say, "Oh, I'm out. I'm just. I'm done. I'm out of love. I don't feel anything more for my spouse. It's over." Jimmy Evans and his wife felt the same way. But God, Christ Jesus told Jimmy Evans to go back and do the things he did in the beginning. And he taught Jimmy Evans the, the four laws, the four laws of marriage. And if you do not violate these four laws, then you will have a divorce proof marriage. Law number one, priority priority. Marriage, your marriage has to be the number one priority. Your All of your other relationships need to be re-evaluated, assessed, because marriage is must be a priority. It must be number one. And that's where a lot of people get into trouble. And then God clearly says that the husband is to leave his family and to cleave to become one with his wife. So that is on the husband to cleave to his wife. Yes, you are still to honor your parents. You are still to honor your parents, but your wife and your husband come before your parents. And that people miss that a lot. They don't cleave to one another. They don't separate and they don't cleave to one another. And the, the, the four laws, um, as Jimmy ever said is, Law number one, the law of priority. And they are, the marriage comes before the children. The marriage comes before all the other marriages are adjusted to the marriage. And if you do it the right way, everything will flow to flow in the right way and your children will be blessed and your children will know how to have a healthy healthy, godly marriage. And so that's an area, the law of priority. And what people don't seem to understand is, is that 
When you prioritize and put your marriage in the proper place in your relationships, then you will have much, much success. The next one, and I'll go into more detail if I have more time on priority, but I want to make sure I cover and let everyone know all four, and then I'll go back, I'll microspiral back and try to add more depth. So the second, the second law of marriage, the law of love is pursue, pursuing. You must continue to pursue your spouse just like you did when you dated, when you were the representative, right? So, so. This is where people don't seem to understand. People think that you have this soulmate and that that you just married the right person. No, you make the right person. It is work. You have to work your marriage and you have to continue doing the things that you did when you pursued your spouse, right? Okay, so we're going to get into more detail on that, hopefully. The third law of love, there's four laws of love that are for marriage. And if you do these four laws, you will divorce proof your marriage. And the third law is the law of love of partnership. You and your spouse are partners. You there's no, who is the boss of the marriage? The boss of the marriage is Jesus. You both submit under the lordship of Jesus, right? So the man's not the boss over the woman and the woman's not the boss over the man. The man shouldn't dominate over the woman and the woman shouldn't dominate over the man. You are partners and your decisions need to be made by basically doing everything as one. There's no decision. It should be you and your spouse and Jesus. You should get the wisdom of God. You should ask for the insight, understanding, and knowledge of God. Right? That's what you need. And you need to do all your decisions need to be made together with your partner. Nothing should not, nothing um, should be separated. And now we get into the issue of the blended family because the normal way it is done is you get married, you have kids. Okay. But when you have the blended relationship, that needs to be addressed. And especially the issue of kids. And you must share in the disciplining of the kids. Now, normally it's the biological parent that does the disciplining of the children. In a blended family. and But the spouse should also have authority to discipline if whenever it is necessary. Or you will not, your marriage, you won't make it. You will not divorce proof your marriage. Okay, so we've covered prioritizing, pursuing, and partnership. Now, let's talk about the fourth law of love for your marriage and that is p- 
purity. That's right, purity. And it's more than just um, the marriage bed cannot be defiled when you are married. Whatever you y'all agree to in the marriage bed, as long as both partners are in agreement, it should be fine. And the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth about that as well. But purity means in the sense of whatever decisions that you make, whatever, you know, that's going on in you, you're carrying that into your marriage and your body. The woman's body is no longer her body, but the belongs to her husband. And and the husband's body no longer belongs to him, but to his wife. And they are to both serve one another. And this was directed by God, the Holy Spirit, so that sex could never be used as a weapon, okay, Against um, your spouse, you're mad at them, so you put them in a deep freeze. You don't, you're not getting nothing tonight. All right, so don't even talk to me. That's not how God operates. First of all, you cannot go to bed in anger with your spouse. There was a couple; they had been married for uh, about fifty years, something like that. And one of their rules was they would not go to bed angry with one another, and they did that throughout their entire marriage. And why? Because if you go to bed in anger with your spouse with unresolved um, issues. It is a backdoor for Satan. He will come into your soul and he will slander your spouse and he will fill your mind with so many wicked things about your spouse. And when you wake up the next morning, you're going to be even deeper in um, anger with your spouse. You must you must not go. It's not a sin to be angry. But it is a sin to go to sleep overnight in anger because you will be setting your marriage up for divorce. You will spiritually open a portal to Satan into your life and he will step in and wreck your marriage. So purity, purity in your thoughts about your spouse, purity in what you decide to do, because whatever you do impacts your what? Your spouse. Okay, so let's let's do let's go back through this again and maybe let's put a little more flesh to it. So first of all, let's go back to law number one priority. That marriage has to be the number one priority. And guess what? God wants you to place your wife first. Of course, your relationship with God is number one. But he's talking about in your relationship with your spouse, even even your ministry, everything. A lot of this is where a lot of pastors mess up. They don't put their spouse they don't um, put their uh, family. Um, they don't put their family in the co- in the correct posture, in the correct position, because they think that they got their their ministry, the church, should be number one. 
And that's not what God wants. Matter of fact, God actually corrected Pastor Jimmy Evans when he was working hard and putting in 14 hour days and nothing was left for the family when they first when he first started um, working as a pastor. And God says, you're out of order. You have you have put your wife and your children, you know, um, behind the ministry. And that's not what I asked you to do. When you do it God's way, which is your family, your wife, and then your children, and then your extended or your mother and father, and you know that, then your ministry and your job, and that's the way it should go. You will you will be fine. But if you put your career, if you put your um, you put your your goals and aspirations before the marriage, you're going to get in trouble. And this was an area where I was went in and out. I vacillated because I, when my former husband met me, I was quite ambitious. I had a lot of dreams and aspirations. He knew this when we got married. I, we met at the University of Miami and we were the only African-Americans in the marine science program. So we obviously had courses together and we were the only African-Americans in a class full of thousands, a thousand students. We were it. So we we had I had a competitive advantage, I guess, with the other uh, compared to the other girls that were interested in Warren because we were in this. We were in the same marine science program. So. I went on to Stanford and um, after I went to Stanford, you know, I got a job in the, with the oil company, but I ended up pursuing my MBA. I ended up pursuing my doctorate and little did I know that the percentage of women who get their doctorates, the percentage of divorce is very high. So as soon as I got my doctorate, my former husband, he was already involved with someone else. And, you know, it, you know, he was pretty much done with me. And, you know, he was he's a great guy, a godly guy. And he was crying out for more attention. And I was busy getting my degree. But I was also crying out to him for more attention also. And we just didn't listen to each other. In the beginning, um, when we first got married, um, I tried to do, that's what I, I tried to do what I did when we were married. We did a, everything together. I mean, Warren wanted to take mnemonics. I took mnemonics. Got Warren wanted to do scuba diving. I did scuba diving. So Warren was very big on exercising and going to the gym. I attempted to go to the gym with him, but Warren did not want me at the gym. And that was, that was, I guess, the first sign of some issues that we were going to have in our marriage. And so, but Warren, you know, was, he wanted more, he, he wanted more of me and I wanted more of him. And um, neither one of us kind of got what we wanted. And the enemy was able to come in and destroy our marriage. I didn't have the wisdom and the knowledge and the teachings 
that I have today. So I want to make sure that you understand that your marriage is number one, even before the kids, because the kids are they will be with you for a season, but they will leave. Your spouse will be with you till death do you part. And even if you're on your second or third or fourth marriage, just make sure that you stay in this one and do your best to follow these four laws and listen to the other um, podcasts that I and also I've got it on my blog into the glory zone with Dr. Edith Davis and it's on a Google platform you just um, put in Google and you'll find me and also so this is important that your marriage comes before even your children you need to set aside time and you need to train your children that there's t there's mommy and daddy time and you know they can go to bed they eight o'clock bedtime and then they they can read their book maybe if they're a little bit older but they are not to interrupt mommy and daddy time and then mommy and daddy go into the bedroom and if um if you want to y'all could have popcorn and be watching a movie together you know whatever that's have some alone time now this is a new thing and it really hit me just recently as I was preparing this message and but we have this this new digital age and we have these cell phones and I remember distinctly Warren was very upset when the cell phone rang and I answered it when we were um, riding in the car together or you know our, our time kept getting interrupted now when you're dating and you're the representative you don't answer the phone you don't talk to nobody but that individual so when the phone rings you say I'm cutting this off I'm spending all my time we're talking you're number one but when you get married guess what happens you answer the cell phone and the cell phone is can be a huge distraction and a huge problem for the marriage so what you need to do is you need to set aside time and say this is our time and you know put a message on there if you need to saying um, I'm indisposed and if you if you need to talk to me please basically leave me a message and I'll return the call as soon as possible but you should not even have uh, my rule for my kids at the dinner table no cell phones at the dinner table or if you got it it better be face down because that's our time to dine and eat and fellowship and have dinner together as a family so I don't like cell phones at the dinner table well now that I've got wisdom I see now that when my former husband was talking to me about the cell phone this was a big deal and you know cell phones are really kind of gotten out of control they beep in them they vibrate they you know and I have to turn off my notifications after a certain time so that I make sure that I get rest because my cell phone will beep and go off and because you know I make sure that I'm accessible to um, I'm a professor and um, I try to make myself accessible to my students and I you know pray that they um are respectful but you know if there's an emergency or something comes up then I want to be able to um, 
reach my um, students. So the priority, number one, that's a big deal. And if you violate that, then you, you, you basically, your marriage is not divorce proof. Of course, let's go back to pursuing the, the law, the, um, the second, um, law of love, which is protects the marriage. Pursuing. You must continue looking good and working out and, um, you must continue, um, having date nights and um, getting your hair done, your nail done, or, you know, giving your husband massages and all those things. Um, bubble baths. That was one of the big things I like to do. I like to give my husband, uh, my former husband, bubble baths. And, um, and he, he, especially if you were naked and giving a bubble bath or in a nice little lingerie. Because guess what? When God created man and woman, they were naked and unashamed. Right? They, there was no shame. Shame came after the fall. And then what happened? Adam blamed Eve. Now that she's Eve now, where uh, she blamed the woman, her name wasn't Eve yet. Blamed the woman, and the woman blamed the serpent, blamed Satan, the blame game. So, so what you need to understand is, is that you have to continue doing the things you always did to maintain your marriage and one of the work, one of the primary problems in almost every marriage on planet earth is that the spouses take each other for granted. Right? Now let's go back and touch on the partnership. There should be, there shouldn't be separate bank accounts. There shouldn't be anything separate. Everything should be done in partnership. Yes, we may have different stances on money and, and things like that, but you have to come together and be a partner and you need to, to basically respect one another and make sure that no decision is made without input from the spouse. That's why I love, um, Jimmy Evans and his, and, and their, um, spiritual retreats. Every year or sometimes twice a year, if you can, the spouses get away and they have a spiritual retreat where they they get together in the, in the morning. They go their separate ways and they have their alone time with the Lord. They come back later in the day and they they share um, dinner together, meals together, and they share what the Lord has told each of them. And they're getting their directives for the, the marriage, the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You're getting your directives for your marriage because you're a kingdom couple and you should be about your father's what? Business. Right? So... The partnership is critical. You need to be one and you need to make sure that if in the case of the family, you also go on a spiritual retreat where you find out the directors for each one of your children, because each one of your children are godly seed and you need to prepare them for their destiny. 
So there's another separate spiritual retreat for the family, right? Where the spouses get together and they first talk, get the directors for their marriage and then they get the directors for their children. Okay. Then, of course, the purity. Let's go back to purity one more time. Purity is basically keeping your mind on Christ Jesus, making sure that you are under the authority of Christ Jesus, under the, and He is under the authority of the Father and the Holy Spirit. You're under the authority of the Holy Spirit. You do what the Holy Spirit directs you because He loves you. He loves me. The Holy Spirit loves us. And when He tells us not to do certain things, He's trying to protect us from death and destruction of our marriages. So, the purity, purity in thought, purity in deed, and always keep yourself under Ask the Holy Spirit to expose to you any and all things that are in your heart that are not of God and have them wiped out. Um, I want to close this broadcast and we will talk more about the four, four laws of love that protect your marriage. Right? Priority, pursuing, partnership, and purity. We will talk more. I don't want to end this broadcast without saying this, and that is Romans 10, 9. If you believe in your heart and profess with your mouth that, that Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the dead, and is Lord of your life, you and you profess it with your mouth, you are saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94.